firstly, how important is this particular matter to Mr. Moyane? Well, the matter is not only important to Mr. Moyana, but also to the entire country. We need to have certainty on the position as SARS. But we also need to, it's important from a perspective of the rule of law, so that uh, we know what the rules are uh, and how you challenge a presidential uh, power or authority and the people that are, are in power. So it's, it's way beyond a uh, Mr. Moyani himself. You remember that our society is founded on on a rule of law. So it's important for us to know that whatever the president does falls within the the parameters of the constitution. In our view, the firing of Mr. Moyani fell outside uh, what is constitutionally permissible. Mm. Now, we do know that uh, uh, Mr. Moyane's previous attempt to petition the Constitutional Court directly was dismissed on November the 21st, and he was told, um, unfortunately, we have lost Mr. Mabuza there. We'll try and get him back. Uh, just want to find out more about, uh, you know, the uh, why they've gone back there now. And also, um, Mr. Moyane, of course, has insisted that his dismissal violated procedural fairness. So perhaps we can get Mr. Mabuza to elaborate on that. While we try and get... Um, Mr. Mabuza back. Uh, just getting back to that uh, breaking news about EDCON. Uh, now, uh, the board there has approved a restructuring plan, so they've agreed to recapitalize that business. And um, the details, one can imagine, will it develop later. But uh, lenders, I see, have also uh, d- extended a waiver because that was one of the things that they were talking about, uh, talking about premises uh, that uh, they were occupying and uh, the lenders, it would seem, have extended waivers in certain instances to allow for this plan to actually take root. So that's one of the breaking news stories. But back now to uh, Mr. Eric Mabuza, who is the lawyer for uh, former SARS Commissioner Tom Moyane. And uh, Mr. Mabuza, thanks for getting back to us. Now, I was going to ask about the previous petition to the Constitutional Court before we got cut off there. And that previous um, attempt was, of course, dismissed, and you were told to see relief from lower courts, which you have now done, but which did not go into in your favor. Now, um, and what are you hoping to achieve this time around in this approach to the Constitutional Court? So the other thing that I wanted to make is the, the chilling effect of the judgment of uh, Fabricius J in respect of courts. That goes way beyond Mr. Moyane because you remember the judge specifically said he wants to to, to send a message to any would-be litigant so that whenever they challenge state power, they must be careful. Surely that is not what uh, the Constitutional Court uh, envisaged in its judgment of biowatch. Litigants must be encouraged to challenge uh, state power to vindicate their rights without fear that they will be lumped with a huge cost of bills. The judgment of Fabricius does exactly that. It has that chilling effect on on Mr. Moyani and other litigants, they would be they would think twice before they they take on state power. Okay. But for their uh, pro- just one second, Mr. Mabuza. Pro- so, so while you're answering that uh, particular issue, let me uh, put in the next question that I wanted to ask you, and we'll come back to the previous one. So, uh, Mr. Moyani, uh, uh, through you, also insisted that uh, his dismissal violated procedural fairness and uh, in that also took uh, issue with Judge Fabricius referring to his conduct. So can you elaborate on that for us as well, please? Well, in our view, uh, the judge uh, misapplied the law. Incidentally, on the day that the judge was 
delivering the judgment. The constitutional court delivered another judgment in which they clarified the principles of what we call Masaka principles, that in acting, the president, although not bound by procedure, but must still uh, follow, uh, uh, must still be fair. In other ways, a process that is unfair can never be procedural rational. So the judge, in our view, misapplied uh, the principles in Masaka. That is why we are pushing the constitutional court to clarify all those principles once and for all, particularly that when you deal with uh, dismissals of executives such as Mr. Moyan. It's important that the president uh, still follows whatever he does, but still be rational. In our view, uh, uh, the dismissal of Mr. Moyana did not uh, comply with the law. You'll remember uh, we had about two or three challenges. One of the challenges is in respect of his relationship with uh, Professor Kett. The second, the second one was in respect of uh, Mr. Nugent himself, the process which he, he conducted in the absence of Mr. Moyani. So all those issues we want to be clarified by the constitutional court once and for all. It's important that the president, whenever he appoints a new uh, South commissioner, is without any doubt that there is no lingering a uh, constitutional challenge on his powers. That's why you've taken the matter directly to the constitutional court instead of going via the Supreme Court of Appeal, so that the country has that certainty that all of us uh, desire. Mr. Mabuza, Mr. Moyane's affidavit in there, he also claims that there's an intense media campaign mounted against him. Can you explain that to us, please? We, well, you, if you've looked at the papers, you'll see that he's given a, a, an example of that kind of campaign. I mean, you have one journalist, Ms. Polly Van Beek, boasting and congratulating herself as she wrote about 47 articles in which led to uh, the dismissal of Mr. Moyana and the institution of, of SARS uh, uh, commission. You will also have noticed that uh, one of the things that uh, has not been adjudicated up to now is whether or not the meeting that uh, the judge, Judge uh, Nugent, had uh, with uh, Minister Godan outside of the inquiry and before the inquiry uh, started. That issue has not been decided, whether by Fabricius J or by the Constitutional Court. The other issue that has not been decided is the issue of uh, the relationship between the president and Mr. Michael Katz, that he remains his personal attorney, nevertheless was part of the panel of the SARS Commission. We've raised that complaint pertinently from the beginning. That issue, as we speak, has also not been addressed. Similarly, is the issue of the double jeopardy that you've had the SARS Commission and the disciplinary inquiry going at the same time. That issue, too, has not been addressed. So the issues that we have raised are, in fact, very important issues uh, for, for our democracy, way beyond Mr. Moyan, whether, in fact, it's permissible for the president to appoint his uh, personal uh, friend and lawyer to adjudicate uh, uh, matters uh, such as that uh, of the SARS Commission.